1: Welcome to the program on my personal favorite day of the week. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is The Word to Stand On for Life, a program dedicated to taking your phone calls and answering your questions, Bible questions, life questions, whatever's on your heart. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And as always, if you're driving in your car on this Thursday, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen, and you will be connected to our studio producer. Now, let me introduce you to the reason why this is my favorite day of the the week, Day Day. Well, before we get to whatever it is that you want to talk about today, because it's it's your show, your show, Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about Joy of Jesus, let the audience know what that is. This is our 25th, I know that, so tell everybody what Joy of Jesus is.
2: Our annual uh, outreach that we have here at Calvary Chapel San Antonio that started, I don't know how many years ago, but it was when we were in New York, and um, we were reaching out to the people there, and I guess the Lord said to you, hey, take this back to San Antonio. Um, And your take on it is a day to just be kind. See any and all who show up at the park It's not just a homeless r- Outreach um, It used to be that's the majority uh, But I'm, like you been talking to me at, at the house about It's probably going to be more th- of immigrants This year um, But whoever shows up The bus depot is down there People come from all over They have uh, business opportunities here And so Whoever shows up From the least to the greatest in their in their view um we're gonna minister to them everybody there's a song i almost started singing everybody needs jesus so we'll we'll be sure to be down there and there's so many different ministries um clown ministries they they have signs and you know saying jesus loves you or one way um uh and and so but they have these other names. They have their clown names on and We're not supposed to try to guess who they are. But every one of them is there to tell whoever will listen about Jesus. We have the eyeglass ministry. That has been a sweet blessing. I remember a couple of years ago, I just like all the ministries. Um, so you asked me to share this. And so there's, you know what I'm saying. And I wasn't prepared to talk about Joy of Jesus right now because Pastor Juan is the Joy of Jesus. So... That you asked me? Okay, here we go. So the the eyeglass ministry, I remember one year this elderly gentleman, um, he just kind of groping around, you know, people are holding on to him and they brought him over to the eyeglass ministry and they finally put some glasses on him and he's like the man in the Bible who said, I see something, people walking around, they look like trees. But what he said is, I can see, I can see. What a blessing. I mean, that's better than a haircut. I mean, haircuts are great, but this man could see. And if he had a mirror in front of him, he'd probably say, I need a haircut. Let's go, on over, <laughs> go over there, too. But, yeah, that was so fun. Um, and then we do have the haircut ministry. All those those ministries where people actually lay, put their hands on other people, touch them, no matter, uh, yeah, no matter what they look like. Or even smell like because not everybody, you know, is into taking showers and bathing and stuff. But the haircut ministry, the makeup ministry, the uh, massage ministry. Ooh, see, that's the thing. That's the thing, Pastor Rob. We we got.
1: We, we have to always find security. Get Paul out of there. This is for the people in the park. There's no for Paul getting get a massage.
2: I'm standing in line with the other people trying to encourage him. Come on now, I should get a little massage you No, know. but um so those the people that you know the, they do the nails um those are those special people you know I remember the year we went we took joy of Jesus down to Mexico, no matter who the people were, every single head had lice, and so as the ministries of joy of Jesus go out. We're there to minister to the lost, the hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, the confused, the fearful, the angry, no matter what. And it's not one of those things where, oh, I can't wait on you because it's not that at all. No, I'm here to serve you because Jesus loves you. So that's what I like about Lord Jesus.
1: You remember, Paula, when we were at uh, in Renosa uh, and, and uh, I had a flat top back then. And there was this one guy that came up and he kept insisting, "I want hair like him, I want my hair cut like him
2: What's his name? What's his name?
1: Carlos. i think so I think- carlos that was the that was the year I got the gift of Spanish, yeah for two days. Mm-hmm. I could speak spanish yeah. and and they could understand me, and people were getting saved mm-hmm. but but he just he wanted a haircut like mine so and so afterwards it was all done. he was so proud he had to take pictures with me. And it was just i mean it 's just really really neat we 've had a okay. bunch of experiences also uh-huh. uh, here with people who uh, they 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 're completely transformed uh, people are praying for them they 're sharing the gospel with them, but they 're touching them mm-hmm. whether it 's haircuts, nails, manicures mm-hmm. uh, or or the 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 uh, makeup it's it 's just that physical touch it seems that the Holy Spirit. Really honors that, yeah. and then the same thing is true. Uh, our entire multi medical staff uh, will be there, and they're seeing people out there and, and providing, um, you know, uh, medical care, emergency medical care as best mm-hmm. they can. Mm-hmm. And every year we've had to have they've had to call ambulances yeah. to take people to the hospital and yeah. and perhaps saved lives in doing so. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really great experience. Uh, to to see people respond to the love of Jesus, the touch of Jesus.
2: Absolutely. Uh, the other two ministries I want, well, three actually. The of course the food ministry, and you instruct us um, here at the church is, you know, get in line with them, not not that you're in line to get the food necessarily, but you're in line next to the people, talking to them while they're waiting, and um, and then sit down and eat with them, find out, you know, um, what. What their story is, and talk to them, and eat with them, and just spend the day like or on a picnic.
1: Yeah, we don't want it to be like a factory line and mm-hmm. just serving people. We we want this to be a relationship. Yeah, give give them an idea of what it's like mm-hmm. to be in the body of Christ. Yeah,
2: and then the other ministry, <laughs> so cute, uh, the clothing ministry. We have uh, personal shoppers, you know that go along with the people. So what's your size? You know, what's your style? Let me show you and you know, it's so it's just it's it's really sweet. It's really sweet. Instead of people just picking through and and, and you know, we have somebody that are, really walk along with them and help them out
1: yeah and the clothing that we give away is really good stuff mm-hmm. you know winter's coming mm-hmm. and and uh, most of them have lost their coats and heavy jackets so we've we've got a bunch of that just stuff that people have given away out of the generosity of their hearts but we always tell people look give good stuff don't yeah. give junk yeah give good stuff mm-hmm. and um it, it's always neat to watch people because they're getting their clothing that's going to last them for the next year as they get through these seasons mm-hmm. and um, um, the fact that we've got people who are helping them traverse the lines that the clothing line because there's so many clothes, the clothing line and the food line are probably the two longest lines mm-hmm. uh, and then of course the haircutting cutting line um, it's not as long as the other lines but but it takes longer to get through the line, because yeah. you're taking time with people mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah
2: it's it's I just, I'm glad I've never had to miss it. I've never been so sick that I couldn't make it, you know. Um, the the bike ministry, that is the, you know, people wait around because it's like getting a car for some, you know, they would have transportation. And so you got Victor and his whole crew, the whole time they're working on bikes. Um, even if people have bikes that already. And there's something wrong with them. They can take a, a look at it and possibly fix it up for them.
1: Okay, and then there's another one. Wait, before we do, let me see, God bless the SAPD, because they're the ones who provide oh. the bulk of the bikes. You know, they they're they're stolen stuff, and mm-hmm. they take them, and they know what we're doing with the bikes, mm-hmm. and so they're the ones come out and get all the bikes that you need, and yeah. and so you know we'll give away fifty to a hundred bikes mm-hmm. on Saturday.
2: Yeah. I like how we're doing it different this year. It Instead of waiting to the very, very, very end, because that takes forever, they're doing it all throughout. So, yeah. Let me see. What's my other one? Um, okay, so I did that. Okay, I did that one. And then we have, you know, uh, a, one where people are giving out Bibles and tracts, and they're praying for others, giving counsel, because once you get saved, it's like, okay, now what do I do? I need a little bit of a head start. I uh, And then uh, they also tell them about the other Calvary chapels that might be in air that are in the area, wherever they might live. Because, you know, we live, our church is so far away from downtown, most likely, hardly anybody comes here. So we're not in this to get anything from people. Um, But it's just what the Lord has told us to do. It's just a fun time. Oh, coffee ministry. That's huge. The coffee ministry is, is huge, yeah, uh, yeah. But we have a cleaning ministry because we always want to leave the park better. Thank you. Better um, than we found it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually told this this year that there's actual grass. At the park, really? Yeah. Last year there was no grass. It was just so dusty and so hot. It's going to be hot again. Yeah. But (laughs) but grass and a little bit of shade makes things a little bit better. Yeah. But it's just we're really looking forward to it. For anybody who's interested, we'd love to meet you. The radio audience come down. It's from eleven o'clock until three o'clock at Travis Park in downtown San Antonio. We have a place for parking. Uh, we're, we're providing uh, rides from the parking lot to the park. Uh, we do that every year. Uh, and, and, and literally thousands of people will be there mm-hmm. throughout the course of the day. And mm-hmm. it's just a day. I always say, as you mentioned, Paula, it's a day to be kind mm-hmm. to people. To mm-hmm. let them know how much God loves them. And um, uh, if you are interested in coming down, um, Lord willing, I'm going to be there. And um, we, we'd love to meet you and if uh if you are a radio listener uh let somebody know that you are are there and uh, they'll they'll find me and Paula mm-hmm. and introduce you to us. We always enjoy that
2: yeah okay, but that's the other one I was thinking of the sewing ministry because um there are a bunch of ladies out there with their sewing machines ready to if you have, need some buttons put back on, or if your jacket or your pants or blouse or whatever has a rip in it, they're like they're there to fix it. Um, they, they've been making pillows for I don't know how long. I don't know how many they have, um, but they're they've been sewing making pillows for people who just don't have a home and they need to lay their head on something and not a rock, you know. <laughs> so they they make pillows for them. Oh yeah, and then our new ministry last year, the dog washing,
1: people on the streets. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking this year now. This is just my my guess. Okay, but I'm thinking this year that there won't be nearly as many dogs. You know, a lot of the homeless have dogs, Mm -hmm. but but the homeless population in San Antonio's changed, you know, measurably by. Uh, with the immigrants who have come into town. We, we By the way, we need Spanish-speaking people. We have a lot of Spanish speakers here at the church, of course. But, um, um, you know, the, the those who have come uh, into our country, um, we don't uh, – I mean, they didn't bring dogs. They, yeah. they were they were trying to get here themselves. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what that looks like. Yeah. But uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to minister to people. Uh, and for some of them, at the worst time of their lives, yeah. at the scariest time, where there's, uh, there seems for some of them to be no hope and no future. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an opportunity to talk to them about the hope and the future that only Jesus can provide.
2: That's right. And I'm getting text, babe. Uh, somebody says I forgot to mention the nails, getting your nails done, ministry. But I think I did. But I'm I just said, going. I, I said manicure. I, I know you did. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying I've got text. Okay. <laughs> so we got it, sweet lady, that I'll see tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the, it's just, it's like a carnival almost, you know. Um,
1: without the rides. Without the rides. Talk about the children's.
2: Yes, I was going to talk about the children's the, uh, ministry. It is, let me see, they have it fenced off. You can still see your kids, of course, but they have it fenced off so there's no escaping. You know, mom, dad, no mom and dad have put you in here for a time being. Now they have games, a lot of games in there and treats and plenty of uh, servants to help out to, you know, make sure they're well taken care of. They have their own porta potties in there so they don't have to, when they have to go to the restroom, there's somebody right there with them. Um, they, The people have all been vetted. And so it's and most of the people who uh, serve in there have kids of their own in in the area and it's not like a little teeny area it's it's pretty well um it's a pretty good one so i hope i'm not leaving anything out
1: you No, know, and the kids the kids have an absolutely uh wonderful time uh they don't want to go home when it's time to go home mm-hmm. but but the, the important thing is that that those who are coming to minister mm-hmm. uh they can put their kids in there and not worry about them and they, they're free to, to minister to the people in the park, and the kids are, are blessed as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked about the food, but I'm getting texts right now.
1: <laughs> Turn off your phone. No, no, no. This is really huge <laughs> because it's a new one
2: um, Ice Cream for Joy of Jesus. Yes. And so, hello. Uh huh. So, thank you so much. We're going to have from uh, Randy G's, he's going to supply oh, cool. ice cream. There you go. Thank you so much. Uh, anybody else want to text me? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free if you want. You want to donate something else, I'll, I will take it. Thank you so much. God and, bless you. And if
1: you show <laughs> up and you want to serve, um we'll we'll find a place where you can serve. Remember, we have no agenda. Yeah, we're not selling anything. We're not trying to take advantage of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, the media is there as well, so uh, they may be running around with cameras and and doing some news stories. Uh, But we have zero agenda. There's nothing at all that we get from this. Um, The the bicycles, everything, everything is free. And in fact, our our Joy of Jesus anthem is we're giving it all away. We're giving
2: it all away, away.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's (laughs) this Saturday, uh, the 21st of October, from 11 o'clock in the morning until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And if you are strong and want to help, um, we'll have teams out there as early as seven o'clock unloading and setting things up, and that's always a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then the other area that we obviously need help is tear down mm-hmm. um, because we want to leave that park clean, yeah. And we got to load the trucks back up and all those other that's things, right. so
2: and then they get back here and have to set it all up at church again.
1: And yeah, because we have church away. on Sunday, oh, we have church on Sunday. It's fun to be here at church on Sunday. Oh my goodness! After it Joe of Jesus. Buzzes, yes,
2: we all have our T-shirts on. Um, you know, I already know what I'm. That's so cool because I already know what I'm wearing to church on Sunday. Because after Joy of Jesus, I'm just going to come home and wash my shirt, and then I already know what I'm wearing. That's a big deal for me because you know what I go through on Saturday night. Normally, it's like, "What's this look like? Does this look good? Can I wear this to your church? Do these things match? What? Is that all right? Because you know, when I get here, people will say. Did you pick that outfit out, or did Pastor Ron dress you? If I look good, they they know Pastor Ron picked it out. If if I, it's, yeah, never mind. They just say hi, Mama Paula. <laughs> <laughs> when I pick it out, they just say hi. How you doing?
1: Three four zero ninety five eighty five. If you have any comments or questions, we'll take questions about anything today, or toll free eight seven seven six three zero K S L R. Now, Paula, we've only got about five minutes left in this half of the show, so mm-hmm. why don't you kind of Share your heart. What do you want to talk about?
2: Oh, I get to talk about what I want to talk about now?
1: Well, Joe, Jesus is special.
2: (laughs) It is special. And, um, you know, they tell us every year we're supposed to stay, you know, in in pairs, two by two. Oh, yeah, also the dance teams and the music teams. I forgot about that. The Calvary Kids Vacation Bible School um, dance team. We will be out
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're like Luke in the Book of Acts when suddenly the narrative changes. We went to as yeah, yeah, We yeah, went. Yeah. So you're going to be dancing. Oh yeah. Lord willing,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's six songs. I hope I make it. <laughs> but yeah, and then you know the many worship teams will be out there, and of course, Pastor Juan will talk about that. He'll give the the message to receive Christ, um, both in English and Spanish. But you know this year. That's wrong. We're going to need some other people because we got a whole bunch of Chinese people coming to our <laughs> church now. And he has run out of, you know, we have translation, live translation, first and second service. And we don't have enough headphones for her because she is, she's an evangelist. She's <laughs> been bringing people in.
1: I pray that you'll be active in sharing your faith. She has. And she gets it. She has been
2: faithful. There's some, somebody's getting saved from her going out and talking to people ministry for the last three Or four Sundays in a row. They come one time, they hear the gospel, and they're like, who wouldn't want that? And so... um Maybe Pastor Walsh is going to have to step aside after he just finished. What, what was
1: the young man's name who got saved? Paul. Uh, it was Paul. And he, he just was so lit up. I oh, mean, my goodness. Just, you know, he couldn't really have a conversation in English with us. Mm-hmm. But you could just see that he was just beside himself after mm-hmm. he came to receive Jesus Christ. It is a, a real-time Mandarin translation. We do that in our first two services. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 he actually goes and gets some of them because they live on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. But it just shows you the hunger that's out there for the gospel of Jesus Christ, yeah. and it's it is wonderful to watch. Yeah,
2: I, I'm I'm really excited. I was, I was a little bit nervous, apprehensive because you know I don't know um, the what immigrants are going to be here. I don't know if I can speak their language, but I can look at them and, and give them a hamburger. You know, I can hug them or if they let me. Um, but if they speak a different language, how am I going to communicate? But I do have my phone, and I put Translate
1: on there. Well, we've got Russian covered. We've got Mandarin covered. Mm-hmm. We've got Spanish covered. Mm-hmm. and Filipino. Uh, I think, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Tagalog. We've mm-hmm. got that covered. Uh, so I, I think pretty much we can talk to anybody. We've got Fran- French covered. Uh, we have Peruvian. That's Spanish.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Peruvian is Spanish? Yeah. Well, you know, see, that's what
1: I'm saying. Portuguese. We don't have Portuguese for Brazilians.
2: Shoot, maybe we do. We just don't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I am. I was a little like, ooh, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, I, just, I want a Mama Paula. But I, how am I going to be Mama Paula to all people when I can't talk with them? So I just have to hug them and stuff. But, yeah, we do have an agenda, and the agenda is showing the kindness of God the generosity of the Lord he is um, compassionate and gracious and merciful and I can't imagine being in that position of being of having to be here not necessarily wanting to be here of having to be here and they're stuck here and yeah so this is just a day to be kind to no matter who shows up and I'm looking forward to that I have the gift of encouragement and I hope that the Lord will
1: allow me to use that gift
2: German, Russian, Ukrainian, ooh, I'm something else,
1: right? Mama Paula. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, we've got Nigerian. Yes. Um, um, people from all over Africa. Yeah. Um, you, you know, our our church is so diverse. Mm-hmm. It's it's just an amazing thing to consider what God has done.
2: Yeah, yeah, it' uh, unreal, unreal. Um, and speaking of just how it's growing, I'm so excited about our new building. I'm already got I got plans, Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's asked me, but I got some plans.
1: <laughs> hey, we've got 30 minutes left in the day day show. I'll turn Paula loose in the next half hour, 340-9585 or toll free eight seven seven six three zero 877-630-KSLR. This is the Word to send Santa for Life. We'll be back in two minutes.
0: To the word to stand on for life, we're taking your calls at three four zero ninety five eighty five or toll free 630 KSLR. Now here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh.
1: Welcome back to the second half of the program. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is the word to stand on for life. And I better turn it over to Paula because she's got that look on her face like, "Hey, it's my show. You haven't let me talk yet, so it's your show."
2: Good thing it's radio on, not TV. Like, hey, what? No, Uh, no, that's not true. So anyway, um, I was just thinking about the pastor's wives reflection time we had the other day. And we have another one coming up this Monday. Um, And anybody who, um, well, all the ladies, you should be here. We have such a great group of pastor's wives. And to be able to get away with them and, and hear from them, what a blessing to hear from them what they've heard from and and let the Lord uh, direct them. So you know afterwards we have questions, and so one of the questions was there seems to be such unity among you, you know, and for me um, we've had you know we've had good leadership groups for a, a very long time, but the unity of, of the pastors that we have here and now their wives is amazing. It's just really amazing. And, and did,
1: did she ask that question, like surprised by it?
2: Um, yes, because hmm. you just kind of don't get that, I guess, in some churches. And what I told her is there's no real hierarchy. And you kind of hit this yesterday um, when you were talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, these, these girls— um, these girls understand, again, I'm Mama Paula. I'm married to the senior pastor. But it's it's not one of those where, you know, they're <clears throat> bowing down to me or something. They just got to serve me. No, they're just trying to keep me alive. <laughs> you know, Mama. Sit Checking over there. your pulse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just their mom. I'm not their boss, you know. And I'm so thankful that the Lord has... One, created me that way, but that, two, you have made sure that it's about humility. And the other thing that God has done, he's brought these girls around me who are way smarter, and so I need them every bit as much as they need me. I need daughters, they need a mom. Okay, it works out really good, but no, we are really unified, and last night, also, in in oh what I was saying you you uh, talked about the Father Son Holy Spirit it was a willing um, kind of submission and you know they these girls know that's why I'm, I'm talking about the reflection time when when they're speaking you can you can sense the closeness that they have with the Lord you know. And as they're teaching or speaking or even living their lives, um, I get to watch that and glean from, from them. It's really a cool thing.
1: Paula, we got, let's take a break for a phone call. We've got Lauren on line one <laughs> calling from my home. Lauren, thanks for calling. You're on the air.
0: Hello. Um, I just had a quick question. Okay. okay. Um I don't know. I've been just kind of pondering this. It, you know, how it says that God loves everyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I just have a question: If God does love everyone, why is there a hell?
1: Well, one of the things that we forget, Lauren, and I think this is a really important question that you've asked, and and, and finding the answer to is really important for you and your walk and with the Lord and your your growth in your faith. Um, we, we focus so often on the love of God and it's true God is love but God is also holy and God is just and so sin has to be punished now we are all born and from the time we are born we are eternal we're going to live somewhere forever and hell is that place where what we call hell is that place where we're separated from God. And it's not a good place. It's a horrible, horrible place. But people choose of their own free will to serve God or not to serve God. And the, the consequence is their sin has to be punished. For believers, Lauren, people like me and Paula and I hope like you, um, we have chosen of our own free will to, to to accept Jesus Christ. And that means he took the punishment of God. So it's not like we get away with our sins at all. Um, our sins have been punished and the full wrath of God was poured out on Jesus instead of on us. And that gives us the right to be called sons and daughters of God. So we're going to go to heaven. We call that place heaven where we will live uh, with Jesus forever and ever. Uh, the people that don't accept Jesus Christ, they're going to have to pay the price for their own sin. And that's why there's a hell. Um, God is perfect. Jesus himself in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, said that the standard uh, for heaven is perfection. and um, And since we can't be perfect, thank God Jesus was. So, Lauren, that's why there's a hell. Sin has to be punished. God can't just say, well, let's just forget about their sin. If God did that, Lauren, he wouldn't be God at all. He wouldn't be holy, and he wouldn't be just. Lauren, I hope that helps and gives you a little bit of understanding. Uh, what you need to do is dig in, read um, the Gospel of John, and let God pour out how much he loves you so that you truly understand. hmm
2: Yeah. God is love, and it is not His um, desire that anybody would go to hell. He says, in fact, um, He He prayed that we would pray for people that they would not perish, but have everlasting life. And so, the free will choice of I'm going to reject Jesus my my whole life, you know, I don't that means I don't even want to go to heaven. And so, there had to be a place you either can go to heaven because you accept Jesus Christ, and or, as my granddaughter says, the other place, because you've rejected Jesus Christ. There has to be a place, because we live eternally. And so there has to be a place for those eternal bodies, beings to go. One is heaven, because we've taken Jesus, and the other one is hell, because that's where the hellish Mm -hmm. people live.
1: Paula, you just got an email from our architect, Thomas. Okay. who is listening to the show, obviously. Aww. He said, um, Paula, you said she has plans for the new building, but no one has asked her. Tell her, we're all listening. Talk out loud. Thomas,
2: <laughs> right now you are my favorite person ever. Okay, I'm I'm going to ask Pastor Ron for your number so I can let you know what I'm thinking.
1: Thomas, <laughs> if, he, if she calls you, you're going to have a lot of flowers, a lot of color, and bright, <laughs> bright things. So
2: That's right. Yeah. Hey, Pastor Ron, am I going to have a little corner in that, in
1: that building? In my, you can have a corner in my office. Oh,
2: okay. So 24-7 we can be together. <laughs> now that you have hair, I can run my fingers through your hair <laughs> while, while you're over here studying. Okay.
1: Hey, Thanks, ha- Thomas. Hair club for men. What can they say? <laughs> this is all your hair.
2: <laughs> this is all your It's your club and it's your hair. You manly man. So anyway, yes. Thanks, Thomas. I, I want to meet you one day. I talk about you quite often, but I've never met you. It's all good too that talking about you, just <laughs> so you know. thanks for calling and so in the in our pastors wives uh group uh that humility you talk about, it's like we've all put on linen garments. you know we're not trying there's no trying to jump over the next one to so you can be the best. No, 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 We all understand <laughs> that we're like one watt bulbs, but when we're together. We're like a hundred watt bulb, and so um, yeah, there's a lot of humility in this group. We look at each other, I can't tell you how many times, and say <laughs> you know that that list, girls, you know, God chose the foolish things, <laughs> the not evens, we are a bunch of not evens, and we we really do understand God could have chosen much better, but um he chose us. I used to tell the ladies here back in the day. Y'all must have been really bad for him to pick. <laughs> <laughs> to pick me as the pastor's wife, right? but you get what you deserve. But uh, yeah, no, we we are very humbled. Uh, uh, There's several of them. Every once in well, <gasps> God, that man you you gave me, you know, why did why did you pick him to be the pastor? Because now I'm under this spotlight. The other question we got was, what's the hardest thing about being? a pastor's wife and it was silent only let me see five of us shared six of us shared five of us shared Monday and so the rest of the five of us after you know we took our turns teaching we sat on the stage and took the questions and so what's the hardest thing about being a pastor's wife none of them spoke up you know they kind of looked at me like mama (laughs) somebody needs to say something So I just said expectations. Expectations. The expectations that other people have on us, that put on us, because now we're the pastor's wife, you know. um, I used to get kind of freaked out when other pastor's wives would ask me to come to their church and speak at their retreats or luncheons or teas or whatever, because um, they're only asking me over here, Pastor Ron, because they think I'm going to be like you, (laughs) you know. And... uh, you you would say something like, just be yourself. And I was like, ah, I don't think that's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> but the expectations that are perceived that others put on us too, but even those expectations that we put on ourselves, you know. Um, I, I, have- I, think,
1: I think that's the key right there. Yeah. I, you know, I think a lot of the expectations that we think other people have uh, for us or toward us, uh, I think they're, they're by and large, figments of our imagination because mm-hmm. cause we have those expectations. Mm-hmm. And um, expectations are real danger to any ministry. Yeah,
2: they are. And I'm, I'm thankful. And that's why I told you today. And I didn't e- even explain it. You just said, okay. Um, I just said, thank you for being such a, a good Bible teacher. Because I needed you in my house because I'm a hot mess. But, um, yeah, just... The expectations. is, Paula, just be yourself. Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you um, in whatever. And this is another thing you say, stay in your lane. Don't try to be or do anything anybody else is called to do. Just do what God has called you to
1: do. You know what I love about the ladies, the pastor's wives? What? They're so different.
2: We are.
1: We've got absolute crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think of Lachelle yeah, right away. Yeah. I mean, we have absolute crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we have people that are so thoughtful yeah, and so genuinely serious okay, so, about their calling. Yes,
2: Lachelle, crazy out there. And then Dr. Sheba. And they are like best friends. Yeah,
1: Just total opposites.
2: Sheba couldn't be more quiet and thoughtful and slow to... You know, she, she's quick to listen and slow to speak. And show is just opposite.
1: Well Lauren Blanton, she's um, she's so thoughtful. Oh my goodness, yes. And considerate. Uh, Natasha is that's typically the nice quiet. part. That's the nice and, part. And she's just so nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just think she's mm-hmm. so nice. Mm-hmm. How did she I mean, she hangs around with you guys. Yeah. And we put
2: her um, forward whenever we yeah. go somewhere different and Natasha, you go ask them. And we've got loud. We got loud. That'd be right in, in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we have we have May, who when May talks, her face shows how much Jesus loves that person. She is the she's one of the best one on one. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's amazing. Sandra, she can't talk without crying. She's probably the most grateful because the, the patience of the Lord. Um, Jocelyn is as popular as she is. She's one of the most humble. Yeah. she She's one that says, Mama.
1: She can be loud, too. Oh, yeah,
2: she can be loud. We <laughs> all can be loud. When we are together, we, we can all be loud. Yeah. Tish, just an amazing, she's a Spanish pastor's wife um she's just thoughtful too sweet just and she when she laughs she snorts you know
1: she never stops laughing
2: she's got a smile that won't quit right
1: yeah she's just she lights up yeah wherever she is and and she's just i mean her her husband ed who is a spanish language pastor um He's serious. He's serious, kind of uh, dry. Kind of dry, <laughs> since <sensitive>, he's <laughs> quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, she, she, he cracks her up. And then if you say anything about her comment, then she cracks up. Mm-hmm. She's just really, really. But but the idea is that th- that's just who they are. Yeah. And I love that. One of the things that I'm, I'm surprised at, you said, what's the hardest thing? Uh, nobody talked about the heartbreak we deal with
2: well we that was in the expectations um, the you know sometimes uh, we have we've had this um where people have these expectations one of the pastor's wives should be what they think she should be um we also have those where the pastors and their wives their children should be perfect where they you know those kind of expectations
1: um but the, but the broken heart part I'm talking about is, is we, we watch people's lives crumble. Yeah. Uh, we, we watch willful disobedience yeah. knowing that there are going to be severe consequences. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, when people don't listen um, and, and they're, they're really it's not personal, they're rebelling against God, mm-hmm. um, we know the pain. Yeah. And that's hard to deal with. That's really hard to deal with. And a lot of us, you know, and uh,
2: uh, for you and me, um, before we were saved, we had issues, just like everybody else, until Jesus intervened. And then, you know, I get saved first, and then life got even worse. Um, so we have some experience. We all in our, in our team, we have some experience, and we're trying to um, give that to people. But a lot of people will say, yeah, I know, but. And when every time they say, yeah, but I know, but, it's like, oh man, you're not gonna listen. You're not gonna do what We're trying to tell you, you know, it's time for you to. Because mostly I'm talking to the ladies, you know. It says, wives submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. No, oh no, I'm not. No, no, he's not gonna be the boss of me. I was like, well, you gonna suffer, if if you don't put it down? You know, I mean, and we talked about that too, Monday night. I I asked the ladies. I said, so who really really loves submitting? And not one of them said that word. I said, but we all do. We all do. And it's because we love Jesus so much. But those who say, I know, but, like you're answering this week with the people with the recurring sin, not submitting and not respecting our husbands is a recurring sin. We're putting our hands on our hips and we're saying, okay, God, but not that. And
1: which, which effectively means you shut God out yeah. from every phase of your life. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's the the one thing that we can't do is we can't say okay, well, I'm going to do these things, but not these things mm-hmm. because I'm not comfortable. I don't 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 trust or um, God. God wants all of us. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to surrender completely to Him.
2: Yeah. And the other thing that's very very painful is uh, this: what happened because. Um, You know, you can go along, and you're just part of the body. And then your husband gets ordained as a pastor. And girls, we make friends. You know, we don't even go to the restroom by ourselves. (laughs) It's either a buddy or three or four. I will never
1: understand that. I know, I know,
2: I know. And when we go to uh, our women's retreats, unlike you guys, queen bed, we already know we're going to have a (laughs) bedmate. It's four in a room and one bathroom. We're going to share. So anyway— so you have your friends. We
1: could get a lot more men at our retreats if we did that.
2: Yeah, that's not <laughs> gonna, that's not going to happen though. But uh, but girls, we just bond differently. And so you know, you're going along in your life, and you're just a regular church attender. And then your husband gets ordained as a pastor. Your friends that used to go to the restroom with you, now it's it just there's a target on our backs, and it is just different and that's so hard um because those expectations from our friends get knocked up a little bit and and sometimes it just doesn't work out there's it's weird sometimes sometimes there's a little jealousy or whatever and that that's painful and that's happened to some of our ladies and you know you just you kind of lose friends and stuff and that's painful
1: I think we have a little bit of time left for any phone calls, so three four zero ninety five eighty five. What's next, Paula?
2: My other thing was, um, and I, you know, I, I listen to the show every day, and I was just kind of, I want to help out Maurice, who says he rejects the church as an institution, and he asked if he was right, you know, and I think you, you, you did really well, um, but I was just thinking, you know, a lot of people think Sunday... That's my only time off to do what I really want to do. It's I get to sleep in. I get to do nothing, you know, play golf, maybe barbecue. It's my free time, my me time, you know. Um, and, you know, I, I understand that because Monday through Friday, if you have a job, it's always something. Like you and I, we went on our five days over to Palm Springs. And what I say, we don't have an agenda. We don't have anything we need to do. We can just... Look at each other if you want to. We don't have to get up real early. I'm not cooking breakfast. We can go get something. I mean, I understand that. And so when Sunday comes, a lot of times, you know, that's my only day. But we forget the benefit of church. Getting to church, um, once you're here, because a lot of times it's a fight to get your kids. If you have kids, you know, get a, another day like me. Saturday night, i got to figure out when I'm going to church, you know. Um But in Psalm 68, it says God sets the lonely in families. And the lonely sometimes don't realize how lonely they are until they're going to go through some stressful thing, and they don't have anybody around to help them. Um, Church is a family. And so you say this all the time. People come here, and they'll come in, and they're coming to church, so that's not the problem for them. But they come late, and they leave early. And sometimes we don't know that they're going through anything. And then sometimes, you know, we find out, and that's heartbreaking, that they went through something alone. Um, But church is a family. You get to find peace here. You get to connect with God here. Uh, You'll hear, um, even in some of the songs we sing, to be grateful for all that God has done, or that God has done and given to you. Because sometimes when you're just at home, all you're thinking about, like, you had a lot do have I think three callers yesterday say, God's not hearing my prayer. Yeah. God hears all the prayers. But yeah. if you're in fellowship with the body, God
1: will use other people. I think I think you really hit it, Paula. They they're not grateful. Uh, uh somebody like Maurice um is not grateful to God. Um, you know, I think I think you, you call me foundational. I do. But Um, You know, the the, the idea is that this day is not our day. Mm -hmm. Now, no day is our day. Mm -hmm. We're servants of God. And so every day belongs to him. Offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to the Lord. This is what pleases God. And, and uh, if, if we get up on a Sunday and say, okay, well, well, today is my day. Th- there's no me time for Christians. God will always provide you those times. We, we got away and we had the four days with no agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's great. But that's an anomaly. That's the exception, not the rule. Uh, the rest of our lives is dictated by um, our service to the Lord. Yeah,
2: And it's not a have to. No, it's not it's a really got to. Not. It's a get to. Even while we were there um, and we had time up, I was grateful. And yet when we go out to get something to eat, we're still always looking for somebody who might need Jesus. I mean, you bought the sheriff's breakfast that one day. You know, they serve in a very dangerous thing, dangerous place. I just dropped my phone. Um, very dangerous job. And to know that Jesus is looking out for them, I wanted to buy them their breakfast, Mr. Foundational. That's the kindness of God. So we're we're never off, even though we may not be here.
1: You didn't, you didn't say anything about that, but...
2: <laughs> well,
1: I knew you were going to.
2: Well, yeah. I, I, the thing, I knew you were going to, because it was like the Lord said, going over there. But anyway, so grateful. Being grateful um, says, you know what, Lord? For an hour, hour and a half, that's the least I could do. Let me go and be with other people that I might be able to serve—that's another thing. To get to use your gifts. Yeah, you get That's, to serve. Uh, this is
1: where you get to serve. Yep. Joy of Jesus coming up. Yep. Is, a, is an opportunity to honor the Lord. Yep. By using the gifts that He's given you. Yeah. And and the people that will not be there, and and we have, well, six seven hundred dollars, six or seven mm-hmm. of our people out mm-hmm. there, so we have plenty of people. Yeah. Uh, but but to, to to say Lord, thank you, yeah. and and stay home because you got something better to do. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, we have come to the end of the program. It happened quickly. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow on AM 630 The Word. I'll see you then.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapel's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh.